came into the room and she's like, look at my phone. And then I couldn't see it. So I had to look at mine. I'm like, oh. Yeah, it's going to be a good game. But I can't bet against Tom Brady. I have the Bucks winning 31 to 27 and Tom Brady going to his 10th championship. Aaron Rodgers uh, and his people were like, they listened to our episode and they said, hold our cheese head or coat. Donovan Mitchell, who right now looks to be a superstar. Just amazing. And I don't care what the Red Sox got for trading Mookie Betts and David Price. The Dodgers, in my opinion, win it. I don't have to see what players they give up. Yeah, that's not just the Chiefs. That's that's Andy Reid. He he knows the he knows the defenses so well because he's such a great offensive mind. That well, um, you said you can't bet against Tom Brady, and as a Cowboys fan, and what I just did last weekend, I am not gonna bet against Aaron Rodgers. It was a great series. Game four was one of the best games I've ever watched in my entire life. Just goes to show the off- the offense for the Dallas Stars could not keep up. And when the defense needed to step up, the Lightning's offense just overpowered them. Chris Paul is one of the most underrated players of all time. He's been the best player wherever he goes, and that includes with the Rockets. Yeah, Connor McDavid, Leon Draatseidel. I mean, that's all I can really say. Uh, There's two of the top five players in the league, and they're, they are very, very good. Yeah, and I really think the Clippers' chance to win the championship was last year. And they were up 3-1 against the Denver Nuggets. Hello, I'm Taylor Herner. You listen to the Outsiders Opinions with Kevin and Austin. What's up, y'all? Welcome to our 35th episode. We've recorded over 35 videos, so let us know what your favorite video has been so far. In the comments, our last episode was our first ever NBA power rankings, different from the NFL. So let us know what you thought about it in the comments. Also, it's our third day recording in a row. I hope you enjoy it. Hope it helps you with your Fat Tuesday. Um, Enjoy the sweets. And also, check out our podcast on Apple Podcasts and Spotify if you're listening to us on YouTube. And now, let's get started with our first ever NHL division rankings. Let's start with the Northern Division, or all Canadian teams. And number one, we got the Toronto Maple Leafs, who are having a great job scoring this year. Yeah. They had a tough game last night that they blew a 5-1 lead against the Senators, but they are uh, atop their division. The only one I really see contending with them is Montreal right now. Uh, but Toronto, like you said, is a high-scoring team. They're 7-1-2 in their last 10. Uh, it's just they're been, They've been very impressive, and I totally expect them this year to finally get over that hump and win a playoff series. Yeah, and now I think we can move. You mentioned them. Uh, number two, we got Montreal. Yeah, Carey yeah, Price has played amazing. Uh, th- their team's really come together. Now they have Corey Perry. Now they have Josh Anderson. Now they have some of these play- – Tyra Toffoli. All these players are stepping up and doing well for their team. Uh, they're 6-4 in their last 10 and second in the division. Um, it, I, they've denied a lot of teams from scoring goals. They played well as of late, and that's why we have them second in this division, that some of the teams at the bottom are struggling. Yeah, and uh, number three, we got a team that made a huge trade with Patrick Line as they got rid of him and they got uh, Dubois back. Um, interesting trade. What do you think about the Winnipeg Jets right now? Yeah, the Winnipeg Jets, they, they won last night 6-5, to five, a high-scoring game against the Oilers. Um, but like you said, that was a big deal to get Dubois. Dubois not played particularly well so far this season, but I believe he'll get into it. Um, 
They're third in the division in standings. Uh, they're five, four, and one in their last ten. So they're they're middle of the pack of their last ten, but they've had some hard opponents. Most of their wins have come against Ottawa, though. So we need to see what they're going to do against some of the better teams. And that win last night kind of helps show their uh, true face, I guess. Yeah, and considering that um, they didn't believe Patrick Laine was going to get um, signed back with them, it's a pretty good thing as that usually diminishes the value of a player. But I think they got good in that trade. They got a good yeah, deal yeah, in that I, trade. I, I agree 100%. Now we can go to the last team that would make the playoffs in this format right now, the Edmonton Oilers. Yeah, the Oilers, like I just mentioned, lost their game uh, Oh, six to five. It was a close game throughout high scoring, just like most other games are. Uh, Koskinen didn't play all that well, but uh, Nugent Hopkins had a great game. So did uh, Uh The team is just, it's weird. They're not great at defending. They've allowed 58 goals, which is uh, third highest in the division, but they've scored 60, which is the most in the division. So it's just, it, it, they, they need to find that fine line between offense and defense, which they've really struggled with so far this season. But I do see them as a playoff team. As the three teams below them, I just do not trust right now. Yeah, uh, speaking of that, let's go to Calgary, a team that uh, played really well in the playoffs last year against the Stars, but um, lost. But how are they doing this season? Yeah, Jacob Markstrom is all I can say. He's really carried them so far this season. They've only allowed 40 goals, which is the second least amount in that division, only behind Montreal. Um, their defense is is good so far this year, but they cannot score. They scored 44 goals, which is only the second most, uh, second least in the division, only above Ottawa. And while they're six and four in their last 10, and they won last night against a pretty bad Vancouver team, they just need to find their stride. Um, I believe that they do have a good chance of making the playoffs if they can get above Edmonton, but uh, I just don't see it happening as Edmonton just scores too many goals. And I don't know if Jacob Markstrom can hold through this stretch for the entire season. Yeah, it's good that they fixed that um, goalie issue as in their postseason against the Stars, they were just letting goals in. Um, and that the when the Stars won that series, they scored like six goals in the third period or some ridiculous amount. Yeah, they scored a lot of goals. And they did fix that issue, but now they need to fix their offense. Yeah, uh, just can't seem to get everything done at the right time. Let's move to the Ottawa Senators. Yeah, I have them above Vancouver for the plain reason of what happened last night. Ottawa was down five to one and came back and won. Uh, they, they, while while they are, while they do have a two sixty five winning percentage, I put them above Vancouver because I believe they're moving in the right direction. They've allowed less goals than Vancouver, and Vancouver's defense is just so bad. Ottawa, uh, while I, I definitely do not see them as a playoff contender, like I could possibly see Vancouver if they go on a run. I just like the trajectory of this team more than the team below them. Yeah, and you've mentioned the team below them, and we have the Canucks. The Canucks um, played uh, – actually, they did not play well in the postseason because they didn't make it. Uh, what are your thoughts? Well, I mean, they went to the po- they went to the Western, Confer- uh, Western Conference semifinals, uh, but uh, they had to play their way in, and they played against Minnesota and won that one, and – then in the first round, they beat the Blues. and They had a good run last year, but, I mean, that's just not where they are now. Uh, like I said, their defense isn't playing well, uh, and their goaltending is not doing well. They, just nothing's going right. You can tell that some of their players just don't want to be there. And um, while they are young, and I do believe they are still a playoff contender, unlike the Senators, they would have to turn it on soon as there's only 58 games in the schedule. 
Yeah, uh, thanks for catching me on that. Uh, I was looking in the wrong place right where I thought they were. Uh, but uh, yeah, I I think they can make a run, but as you're right, um, it's a difficult time right now because it's a shortened season. We've seen a lot of teams. But uh, let's go to the uh, West, and we got number one, Vegas, who uh, beat the Canucks in uh, the series we were just talking about, and they lost to the Stars in the Western Conference Finals. And they're a team that got a lot of goalies, uh, got better goalies. And um, what do you think right now? Yeah. Well, they've only played 13 games, which is uh, that that entire West Division hasn't played many games outside of Anaheim and uh, St. Louis, who played 16. Uh, but with their 13 games, they've scored 41 goals and allowed only 28. They're 7-2-1 in their last 10. Um, it, it's impressive to see how well they started off. They definitely are a high contender. A 10-2-1 record will get you that notion. Um, their 808 uh, winning percentage is very, very impressive, and I definitely see this team as a contender, especially in this division. Yeah, and let's go at number two, a team that they beat one most recently on Sunday, the Colorado Avalanche, who have some big um, uh, expectations right now. As a lot of people are dubbing them a team that will should make it to the finals. Yeah, it's going to be tough with Vegas above them, but they are a good young team. Uh, McKinnon, I don't even think has showed his best so far this season. They're six three and one in their last ten. They have a six twenty five uh, winning percentage, which is tied with the team that we have below them, St. Louis. But they've only played twelve games. That's why they have fifteen points, and they just need to play more games so we can see uh, what they're really made of. But I definitely feel that this team, along with Vegas, are major contenders, especially in this division. Yeah, number three, we got St. Louis Blues, a team that won the Stanley Cup a few years ago. What do you think right now? Yeah, um, they played well. They're not playing their best hockey, I don't believe. They've allowed more goals than I would have expected from a team like them. But uh, uh, as of late, they've they've really struggled against teams like Arizona. They lost last night 1-0. Darcy Kemper played amazing in that game. and uh, They need to start worrying. Um, their 625 is still better than most of the teams in the division. Uh, like I said, they're tied with second for with Colorado. However... They just uh, they've lost their last game and they're not doing well against Arizona. Like I said, they're, I think they're two and two against Arizona and Arizona is playing well of late. But I definitely because of the experience that St. Louis has and the additions of like players like Tory Krug and Mike Hoffman, I definitely believe that this team is another contender in the division, especially uh, because the teams at the bottom just don't seem like they have any chance of making a run. Speaking of Arizona, they're the team that we have at number four, and the game before um, the. Uh, who were we just talking about? My bad. Uh, St. Louis, uh, they tie, uh, they went into overtime, but St. Louis was able to pull that out five with five goal with a goal. So the final score was five to four against Arizona. Yeah, and then yesterday, uh, the Coyotes, like I said, won one zero. Um, Cody Keller scored the only goal. Uh, it was an impressive game, or I mean Clayton Keller, but it was an impressive game because I I didn't think they could shut out. A team like that, especially because of how many shots I thought they were going to allow. Um, but they they did well. And Darcy Kemper, who's a very talented goaltender, played lights out. And I, I have Arizona over Minnesota, despite the fact that Minnesota has a better winning percentage. Because I, I just see Arizona doing this against better opponents. And I need to see Minnesota, once they finally get games again, uh, do it again. Uh, Arizona also has a better uh, record in their last 10 games. They're 5-4-1 versus uh, Minnesota's 5-5. Five yeah, uh, 
And speaking of Minnesota, they're the team we got right under them. And they were a team that got Cam Talbot in the offseason. And it looks like he's been what the Wild have needed or what the Wild wanted from him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he's played well. And I only really see two teams fighting. There's really two, three tiers in the West. There's three teams I don't see making the playoffs. Two teams fighting for that four seed. And then three teams fighting for the one seed. Uh, Arizona and Minnesota, those two teams, I believe both can make the playoffs. However, it's just going to who plays the, uh, better against each other and who beats the better teams at the end. Uh, Minnesota is a talented team. They made uh, the playing tournament last year and lost to Vancouver. Uh, but they're uh, but they need to start playing better. Like I said, they're five and five in the last ten, which isn't too impressive. But if they can get another run going, I believe that they're a team that a lot of people will fear. Yeah, and now under Minnesota, we got the San Jose Sharks. What do you think of them? Yeah, the Sharks are six seven and one. They're four five and one, just like the other two teams below them. Um, the main reason why I have them uh, here is because they won their last game last night against the Ducks three, uh, three two, and it. Like I said, these three bottom teams are in a tier of their own, but I believe that the Sharks have the players necessary to make a run, and so do the other two teams. I just don't see them as being too likely. And under the San Jose Sharks, we got the LA Kings, uh, who will play Minnesota tonight at 9 p.m. on ESPN+. Plus. What have your thoughts been right now? Yeah, Los Angeles got off to a better start, but like I, uh, like I said, they're 4-5-1 and one in their last 10, and they really need to show that they're uh, going to be a contender soon, or I don't think they're going to make it. They're a very young team, and it's, o- it's okay that they're just growing and probably aren't going to make it. However, I did expect this team to make the playoffs in my prediction or our prediction, uh, but just because I saw that firepower that they had at the end of the season. And if they can get that magical spark again, I do believe they could possibly push for that four seed. However, I don't believe they would do much in the playoffs. And then the team running out the this division is the Anaheim Ducks. What are your thoughts? Yeah, John Gibson's really carried them throughout the season. Uh, he's played exceptional, but... Uh, just like the other two teams above them, they're four, five, and one. In their last ten, they lost last night against San Jose, and they need to start getting it together if they want to make a run. However, I do, I don't really see it happening. They're another young team with some young players that, uh, that the chemistry isn't just there, and they have Ryan Getzloff, who's an amazing player and probably will go to the Hall of Fame. But uh, it's just interesting to see how these young guys are going to gel throughout the season. And then now we go to the Central Division, and at number one, we got Tampa Lightning. They're feeling the effect of Tom Brady just being in the Tampa Bay area, and they want to be a great team. Yeah, they're 7-2-1, and one, uh, which is second in their division in the last 10. Uh, they're just an impressive team, but they did lose last night in the high-scoring game against Florida, 6-4, but they didn't start Vasilevsky, so which I, I think that matters. That was his first rest day of the season, so it's important to win those games if you're Florida, and they did. Um Tampa obviously won a championship last year, and they're really riding the coattails of that, and it's it's they're a team to fear. Yeah, and uh, they, uh, I would see this team definitely, as we talked about, when they won the Stanley Cup, I definitely think they can get back there again. And then at team we got number two, we got Florida, and in our prediction, or mostly your prediction, we got we didn't have Florida in the playoffs. What do you think of them right now? Yeah, they've been very impressive. Their goal team's been really good. Uh, Dragos has been really good. Uh, it, it's it's impressive to see how this team's come, even after the, they lost Mike uh, Hoffman. And the uh, just the effect of losing him wasn't as big as I expected. Um, 
they they won last night, like I said, against the Lightning, six to four, which was a very impressive win. Uh, Duclair scored his first goal with the team, which I think is huge. They need to start to get him going. But Verhage, he played well when he got in a fight last night against his old team, and uh, they're they're going to be a team that I I believe finally gets into the mix of things in the playoffs for the first time in a while. Yeah, and then at number three we got Carolina, and Carolina Carolina has just owned the Dallas Stars. Dallas Stars just can't seem to get a win against the Carolina Hurricanes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the Carolina Hurricanes are eight and two, which loses their division uh, in their last ten. Uh, in thirteen games, they had twenty points, and Florida also played thirteen games and has twenty points. The only reason why I put Florida above them is because of their win last night against Tampa, even though they didn't have Vasilevsky. They'd also beat Tampa earlier in the week, so I believe that edges them above them but like you said Carolina played very good against Dallas and they played well last night against Columbus and they're a team to be feared I truly believe that they are a contender in this division and as long as they hold out uh this success throughout the season they'll be a team that is at least contending for the one seed and now we go to the final team uh I'm sad but Chicago Blackhawks will be the final team in this division to make the playoffs right now and their last four wins have all come in overtime two against two of them against the Dallas stars uh the one earlier the one last night they won against i believe the detroit red wings yep. so incredible start right now yeah they're much better than i expected i expected them to be the second worst in the division but it's really been patty kane and kuba league they're just playing well lankanen's played very well for them in net uh they're six two and two and they have 20 points, which is tied with Florida and Carolina. The only difference is they played four more games than those two teams above them, uh, who both played 13. They played 17. But I, they're contenders. They it, Once they get Jonathan Taze back, I know Doc's out for the season, which hurts, but it's going to be interesting down the stretch as there's multiple teams fighting for this last seed. And some of the teams could even go above that, especially if Florida or Carolina or Tampa falls down because of injuries or something else. Uh, there's a lot of contenders. I, I think there's six contenders for the playoffs, or at least – uh, one of those top seeds. And speaking of contenders who definitely are going to fight, we have Dallas Stars just missing it. And Dallas Stars right now, they're missing Tyler Sagan, a huge part of their offense. But in the earlier of the season, Joe Pavelski was playing great with Alexander Radulov. Radulov is hurt right now. Um, so maybe the postponements of the Stars game may let him come back because I think that's a huge reason why we've seen their offense fall off in the most recent uh, games. Yeah, 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 that's definitely true. Um, the Chicago uh, Blackhawks had a five eighty have a five eighty eight winning percentage. The Stars fall just below that with a five eighty three, and the Stars are on a bad stretch. They're one of the uh, the bottom three teams that we have in the division, uh, besides uh, Columbus, are all below five hundred in their last ten. The Stars are three three and four. Um, it hurts though because they they. They needed to win some of those games in overtime. Like you mentioned, they lost some games against uh, Chicago. They lost games against Carolina. And while Pavelski is still playing well, he has 17 points in 12 games. They need to get more effort out of their their young guys who just it, who showed something in the playoffs and are just not competing right now as, as hard as I would have wanted them to. Speaking of young guys, how about the goalie, Ottinger? Podoman has not been playing as great as he did, but that's difficult to follow especially with the circumstances he dealt with offseason. Ottinger, a homegrown goalie, which is something we haven't seen in Dallas Stars, really great to watch. But we also, I think Miro hasn't even scored a goal yet. So I think he's definitely not living up to what he was in the playoffs. 
Yeah, it's going to be time. It just needs to be time. I believe that Hudoman will get back in the groove of things, and like you said, Miro will finally score. Yeah, and now to go to the next team, we got the Columbus Blue Jackets, and they did get Patrick Line in that trade, but they also benched him because uh, the coach didn't feel he's living up. But then he has a great has a great game and scores a couple of goals. Maybe that's what the uh, Columbus when they drafted him when they traded for him. They wanted much scoring, and I think he they want him to do that in the future. Yeah, of course. Um, Line didn't play. Uh, well, when he got there, and like you said, he was sat last night against uh, the Hurricanes. They got destroyed seven to three. Things aren't looking good right now, and that's why I have Dallas above them. But they do have a better record than Dallas in the last ten. It's a five four and one record. Um, there's they're below Chicago Blackhawks, which I really couldn't imagine. Their goalie tandem hasn't been playing well, and neither has their defense. Uh, their defense, which really carried them throughout the playoffs with Seth Jones and Zach Wierenski, isn't just playing to its – it's not playing to its potential. And it's going to need that if it wants to make a playoff push. Yeah, and now we got uh, Nashville Predators who have had their most recent games be postponed because Texas got some snow. It's crazy. What are your yeah. thoughts right now? Yeah, Nashville, I really thought that they could be a playoff team. Um I didn't know for sure I was on the fence about it, but I definitely didn't uh, – I had them as a five seed, so I definitely didn't think that they were completely out of the equation. Um, it's going to be hard for them to make it now because Soros isn't playing that well. Their offense and defense aren't playing well. They've allowed 30, uh, 52 goals and only scored 36 in the 15 games they played. They're four and six in their last ten, and nothing's really clicking. Uh, Forsberg's the only one I really see that's playing very well. Uh, yeah. It's just tough because they're a team that has some older players that I believe deserve another chance to run, but are they going to get it? I'll have to wait and find out. And then the final team we have is Detroit Red Wings, who beat the Nashville Predators on Saturday 4-2, to and they lost in overtime against the Blackhawks last night. Yeah, they're start, they show some fight, but they just don't have a finisher. Um, they have a 324 winning percentage, which isn't pretty. They're 2-6-2 in their last 10. Um, but they're a team that's just growing. Uh, Dylan Larkin, their new captain's played uh, particularly well lately, but um, they they just can't win games. Uh, they're they're a team that I definitely didn't expect to make the playoffs, but they can definitely start growing as a team and preparing for the future. Now we go to the final division. We got East, and at number one we got the Boston Bruins. So I know you're happy. Yeah, the Boston Bruins are eight one and one in their last ten, which is the best record in the league over the last ten games. Uh, they've just been playing well, even though they lost Chara, which really hurt my heart. Uh, they played well defensively, offensively. Tugarask had played amazing. And even though they've only played 14 games, they have 22 points, which is uh, the second highest total in the league. Yeah, at number two, we have the Washington Capitals, and they play again tonight against the uh, Pittsburgh Penguins. And it's it was a great game last time when we saw them on Sunday. Yeah, um, I have Washington number two because I still believe in their team right now. Besides the fact that they are 4-4-2 and two and lost their last four games, we'll, we'll really see, like you said tonight, whether or not they're still the second-best team in the, in the division. Uh, they, they have great players. They have Ovechkin. They have Kuznetsov. They have all these name-brand guys, but they need to start winning games against good teams like the Penguins. And uh, Backstrom is leading them in points, goals, and assists, which is really impressive for me. Uh, to see that from him, 
as he's normally a second fiddle guy to uh, Ovechkin. Yeah, and uh, right after we have uh, the Philadelphia Flyers, and the Philadelphia Flyers had a great um, postseason as they only lost by one game in Game 7 against the New York Islanders. What are your thoughts of them right now? Yeah, they're 6-2-2 in their last 10. They're playing well. Carter Hart is amazing, best young goalie in the league right now. Uh, it's it's tough for me seeing them out of the playoffs, but the Islanders in Pittsburgh, who are below them, uh, are definitely going to be making that push. The East is definitely the hardest division, and it's going to be hard for any of these teams at the very, very bottom to make a push because of teams like Philadelphia, Boston, and Washington keeping that uh, their high records up. And then at number four, we got the Pittsburgh Penguins. As you mentioned, they, um, Crosby had an incredible goal as someone like hooked him back and he hit the open net. It was great uh, against Capitals. Hopefully we see more of that tonight. Yeah, the Pittsburgh, they've won their last two games, or 6-3 won their last 10. They haven't lost a home game just like Boston yet, uh, even in, in overtime. Crosby, like you said, is great like always, but they're starting to slow down a little bit. Russ leads them in goals, points, and assists, which is really surprising to me. Uh, they just need to get their goaltending together. Jari's played okay throughout the season, but I need to see more from him. And I don't know if DeSmith is really a backup. Yeah, and now we have the New York Islanders. New York Islanders, um, as I mentioned, beat the Philadelphia Flyers, but then they lost to the Tampa Bay Lightning. And they played really well last night against the uh, Buffalo Sabres as they scored three goals. Uh, Great job from the offense, and I definitely see them wanting to push back considering what they did in the postseason last year. Yeah, they're going to want to go back. They made it to the Eastern Conference Finals last season. Uh, the Islanders, they started, they had a slow stretch, but now they're 4-3-3. and They won their last two games. Um, they're 4-3-3 and in their last 10. And like I said, they've won their last two games. They finally have a plus uh, differential, 35 uh, goals for and 34 uh, goals against. Uh, Varlamov is starting to play uh, better. Uh, Barry Trotz is getting his team in order, and they have a, a good chance this season to uh, – show that last season was not a fluke. Yeah, and now we got the New Jersey Devils who will be playing uh, shortly tonight. And what do you think of them right now? Yeah, the the Devils just have – they've had a lot of games postponed. They've only played nine, which I think – let me make sure. Yes, that is the least amount in the league. They've had games postponed from other teams that they haven't played, and then they had their own COVID situation. Um but they have a uh, 556 winning percentage. I just don't trust them fully. They're 4-3-2 and two in their nine games they've played. And McKenzie Blackwood, while he's in a very, very good goaltender, and Miles Wood has scored uh, six goals so far this season. Uh, I mean, five goals so far this season. Uh, it They're just a team that's just a big question mark for me. I need to see more games. They've only played nine, like I said. But I have them this, uh, this high up because I just believe the teams below them are – not playing at the same tier. And speaking of teams not playing well, under the New Jersey Devils, we have Buffalo Sabres, and they just didn't play well last night against the New York Islanders. What do you think of them right now? Yeah, when they got Taylor Hall and they got uh, Stahl, Eric Stahl, I expected their offense to be more potent, and it's just not there. Jack Eichel isn't playing as well as I envisioned him to when he uh, when the season started. They're, uh, they have a 455 winning percentage and they're 442 in their last 10. But like New Jersey, they've only played 11 games, which is a very low amount uh, compared to the other teams in uh, other divisions. But it's going to be 
it's gonna be hard. I, it's gonna be hard for them to make the playoff push. But with the with the uh, the names that they have on their team, they definitely could do it. Olmark is starting to play better. They've only allowed thirty five goals in their eleven games. Uh, but it, like I said, it's just gonna be tough. The division is so hard that it, uh, it makes it hard for teams to move up the standings. Like I said earlier. And at the bottom, we got the New York Rangers, who um, just drafted number one in the draft, uh, this previous draft. Yeah, it looks like they really needed it. Alexi Lafreniere has been playing as good as I imagined, but there's no need for panic. He's a young player, and he's going to grow as the season continues and as his career continues. But they have the worst winning percentage in the, league, in the conference. They're 3-4-3 three, three in their last 10 games. They've lost, they have lost their last game. And... Uh, I, I don't know. I just expected more from this team that uh, started to make a push at the end of the season. But I guess what really foreshadowed the start uh, that they've had was uh, they, they were the only team to not win a, a playoff game that made it. They're, they were the only team in the playing round to get swept. Uh, and they haven't, ever since that, that series started, they really haven't started to, they haven't really woken up. And I believe that concludes our episode. So thank you for joining us. We'll definitely be doing more NHL and NBA episodes. So check out those playlists and hit the bell to subscribe so you know where we come up with more episodes. Uh, Also, in the spirit of Valentine's Day, again, share. If you liked our episode, share it with a loved one. If you hated it and you're still listening for some reason, share it with an ex. Maybe you guys can get talking again. We don't know. Or you can share it with a loved one and an ex. Up to you. Have a great, have a great week.